Hey everyone, I'm Renee Bennett. Consider me the girl next door, having conversations that will help challenge and shape your worldview in a culture that has turned our moral compass upside down and inside out. To chat with me further, come join me on social media, girlnextdoor.podcast. No topics are off limits. I'm really glad you're here. Now, on to today's episode. Hello guys, how are you today? I hope you've had a wonderful week. Thank you so much for joining me. We've got a great topic to discuss today and I want to open it up by asking you a really simple question. But apparently guys, it's not so simple. But let me give you a moment to to try and answer this to yourself. This is my question. What is a woman? Think about it. Do you actually know how to answer it? And I'm sure most of you are thinking a whole heap of different things right now, but pretty much guaranteed that all of you being pretty smart girl next door listeners would be able to answer that question. What is a woman or how would you describe a woman? So this is my topic for today because apparently it's a very, very difficult question to answer because some of the world's top leaders seem to have difficulty answering this question. So we're going to unpack that today. We're going to look at who these people were and what's actually going on that people can't answer such a simple question. What is a woman? So we're going to explore that today. So where did this begin? Well, let me start with where it started in Australia, and then I'm going to backtrack a little bit to America. So During a recent Senate hearing, there's a liberal senator, you might have heard of him before, his name is Alex Antic, pretty sure that he's um, from South Australia, really great guy. Anyway, in this Senate uh, hearing, he asked one of Australia's top health bureaucrats, okay, so this guy, he's in his 50s, he's a, a, a health bureaucrat, okay, and he was the former chief health officer, but currently... The guy is the secretary of the Department of Health, and his name is Brendan Murphy. And Alex Antic said to him, so I want to ask you, what is a woman? Here's what he said exactly. Can someone please provide me with a definition of what a woman is? Now, Professor Murphy started looking really uncomfortable. You can look this up and and watch it yourself on YouTube. And then finally, this was his answer after he ummed and aahed and squirmed in his chair, oh, there are a variety of definitions. And can I please take the question on notice? Now, what that means is, can I provide an answer at a later date? So that's what they do in parliament. If they don't want to answer a question straight away, they ask for it to be taken on notice. And then he kind of rambled a little bit more and said something um, something like, oh, there are biological answers, but there are um, other definitions in terms of how people identify themselves. So Senator Antic uh, actually laughed. He actually had a bit of a giggle and commented how he's been there in the Senate for two years now, and this is the best thing he's ever seen so far, that a grown man, health bureaucrat, one of the top in the country, cannot give an answer to that question, what is a woman? And he needs to take it on notice and go away and think about that before he can bring back his answer. So It seems a lot of people are having trouble answering this question, which is why Alex Antic actually asked it. 
So it appears that if you've got the answer to this, if you could answer this question at the start of this podcast, what is a woman? You, my friend, are an absolute genius. You are more clever than most of the top bureaucrats, not only in our country, but across the world. Let's have a look over in America. Joe Biden had a Supreme Court. uh, She was a nominee at the time. She's since gone on to be elected. Uh, A lady, a woman, well, apparently she's a woman, um, known as uh, what's her name? Katanji Brown Jackson. And she was asked this same question by a Republican senator. And her reply was, no, I cannot provide a definition. I am not a biologist. That was her answer. Now, this is where this whole debate started of this whole what is a woman debate. So outrage followed from the conservatives and memes were flying all over the internet. Um, people were saying things like, well, don't ask me what the weather is today. I'm not a meteorologist or don't ask me what's for dinner. I'm not a chef. Don't ask me what a dog is because I'm not a vet. So apparently you have to be a specially trained biologist to be able to answer that question because our top health bureaucrats are having trouble answering it. So you must only be able to answer it if you are a biologist. Now let's go to another part of the world over in the UK. Again, very interesting that this is all happening in um, amongst people in politics, but there's a British shadow home secretary, another woman, very disturbing that these women who are supposedly women don't know what a woman is, but this secretary Yvette Cooper She also refused three times to say what a lady was when she was asked. I think she was asked on radio and she insisted that she would not, quote, go down that rabbit hole, even though, by the way, this very same woman in 2019, so just, you know, three years ago, she actually wrote a book called, hang on, wait for the title, She Speaks, The Power of Women's Voices. Very interesting that she could write a book about women's voices when she's not quite sure what a woman is. Now, even the UK Prime Minister, Boris Johnson, he even doesn't fully answer the question. He gets away with a very, uh, what I call a very good politician's answer when he says he thinks when it comes to distinguishing um, between a man and a woman, the basic facts of biology remain overwhelmingly important. And he's true. He's correct to say that, but he still gets away with not actually answering the question, what is a woman? Then, of course, we're seeing celebrities influence this space. So I've talked before about people like Demi Lovato. Um, She calls herself non-binary. Last week, I spoke about Disney and how Disney has got this very outright um, you know, agenda that they're speaking about. They're not even trying to hide it, that they want to have much, much more. Remember, it wasn't just more, much, much more, many, many more gender uh, fluidity present in their main characters and their storylines. So I want to unpack what is really going on here. Are people genuinely confused these days as to what a woman is? Are you confused about it? Do you know what a woman is or are you confused? Do you need help with answering that question? Or is what's really happening the fact that people are afraid of admitting what they actually know a woman to be for fear of being cancelled by the aggressive woke activists? Do we really truly 
not know what a woman is? Like, really? Well, if that's the case, why don't we Google it? What does Google say? What are the dictionary definitions of a woman? Well, according to the dictionary, a woman is an adult female human being. Okay, so that's kind of helpful. But then let's unpack then, well, what do they mean by female? Um, And interestingly, also the dictionary, when you look up the word woman, it says prior to adulthood, a female human is referred to as a girl. Okay, so the dictionary twice is kind of telling us there that a woman's a female or a girl. So what do they mean by female? Well, in the same dictionary, a female is, and I quote, of or denoting the sex that can bear offspring or produce eggs. Okay, pretty clear. Can a man bear offspring? Mind you, I've talked about this before. If you Google, can a man have a baby? According to Google, they can, but let's go biologically, okay? Can a man bear offspring? No. Can a man produce eggs? No. Apparently, that's rocket science that I'm saying that, but no. Now, it appears that the the woke activists mustn't have gotten to the dictionary yet because I guarantee that when they do, that will no longer be the definition of a female, okay? Because that blows all of their theory out of the water. So what is happening is we are being asked to deny what we all know to be true. We're being asked to pretend, in fact, really we're being asked to do more than just pretend. We're being coerced and pressured um, to deny the fact that we know common sense and what we know to be true, which is be able to answer this question simply, what is a woman? And if some of our top bureaucrats and leaders are too scared to tell the truth, well, what hope do we have? Why Why are we so afraid to speak the truth? Because this is purely bowing down to the woke activists by refusing to answer. So what do they say that a woman is? By the way, it's really hard to find a definition from them as well. They either, they actually just don't answer it. They give uh, definitions to everything but. So I had a look on the LGBTQ terms and definitions part of their website and they give a whole heap of um, definitions to everything but a woman. I mean, you can find the definition to cisgender, crossdresser, drag, to gender, gender expression, gender identity, gender queer, intersex, passing, whatever that is, um, queer, and on and on it goes. But you cannot find uh, the definition to what is a male or what is a female, what is a woman or what is a man. So what I want to do is point out the complete hypocrisy of the woke of those who try and make us feel bad for saying out loud what we think a woman is. And I'm just bamboozled that we haven't probably, uh, that we don't talk about this, that we don't talk about the hypocrisy that we see. Because if women per se do not exist in the traditional sense, the truthful sense, then how can violence against women exist You know, why is the education system trying to bring curriculum in to teach our young boys to respect our girls if boys can be girls? You know, like, isn't that all that messes with my head? I actually have to stop and think about that. Like, that's just doesn't make any sense. Or um, if women per se do not exist, then 
why does gender inequality exist? That will fail to exist, right? Like you can no longer say women are not equal to men because men can be women too, right? So how does that work? And then women's rights no longer exist. So if you want to erase what it is to be a woman, then you must erase all of the issues raised that have affected women. You can't, they can't have their cake and eat it too. Can you see how confused society is? And very few people are game to just call this out. But thank the Lord for courageous senators like Alex Antic. Um, But of course, you know, he must be cancelled because he's a lunatic for even suggesting the question. Um, Let's keep going on this. At the same time that we're cancelling what it is to be a woman or changing what it is to be a woman, on the other hand, we're still celebrating gender reveal parties where we reveal if our baby is a girl or boy, therefore woman or man. Um, If we are cancelling at what it means to be a woman, but yet at the same time, we're campaigning against domestic violence perpetrated against women. At the same time, we're cancelling what it is to be a woman. We campaign for the hashtag MeToo movement to raise awareness of sexual assault crimes against women. Let me do one more. At the same time that we're cancelling what it is to be a woman, Australia has just signed up to rolling out a brand new curriculum teaching consent. Why? To empower our women or hashtag, or not hashtag, or in other words, our girls, and to remind the boys or the men what the word no means. So can you see this like complete hypocrisy here? So our woke activists cannot have it both ways. They can't, on the one hand, seek to redefine what a woman is, and then on the other hand, campaign so hard on issues that affect, wait for it, women. So in their quest for equality aka let anyone claim to be a woman, what they're actually doing is creating the very inequality they claim to be fighting against. So in just four short years, for example, we have gone from believe all women to what even is a woman. So really, yet again, it depends upon what the flavor of the month is, according to the woke activists. It's exactly what's happening in the sporting world, letting biological men, so in other words, transgender women, compete against biological women. So in their striving to be woke and fair and equal by letting anyone decide they'd like to be a woman and therefore participate, they discriminate against actual biological women who have fought for their space in sporting world. And where are the feminists? Strangely quiet, too afraid to speak against the activists. And in doing so, they're happy for the very people they claim to be fighting to empower the women to be disempowered right in front of their eyes while they remain silent. And this is exactly the problem. Everyone is bowing to the woke activists. Why? It's because they're aggressive, they're loud, and we become fearful. We lack courage. We don't have the guts to stand for the truth. Um, and I think it's because we we watch what happens to the few people that do stand for the truth. And um, it's interesting, I find, because if everyone that knew the truth rallied around the one or two that had the courage to stand for the truth, they wouldn't be so easily cancelled. But everyone else just watches thinking, good on, good on you, but I'm not going to join you. And they watch a few people 
standing up for the truth and then watch them be absolutely slaughtered in the media for doing so. So, uh, you know, constantly, it, it is so frustrating to me to be watching people compromise or institutions even compromising what they know to be true because they're a flat, uh, they're they're afraid. And and I do get it because who wants to be cancelled the way that we've seen people, um, you know, progressively being cancelled, whether it be social media or um, you know, in the actual media. But I want to call something out today that an angle on this that I think a lot of us probably haven't thought about, and I'm going to use the woke activist language back on them because I think this is a really smart way to do it, is to use their own measuring stick back on themselves. And I'm going to apply the same rules to them that they apply to everyone else Um, because what they're doing according to their own definition is female appropriation. So I want to center this around this whole concept of appropriation. Uh, Now, I think we're all happy to admit, right, that there are distinct biological differences that distinguish a male and a female. I think even the activists would be happy to say that. So where the argument comes in is that our biology is different to our identity. So if you want to identify as a woman, despite your biology, feel free. So in other words, Being a woman, therefore, has been reduced to a feeling and uh, an an identity, not a biology, and one that therefore can be appropriated by men at will. Did you hear that little, did you hear what I did there? So I'm talking about appropriation, okay? So I'm making the case here of what female appropriation is. I think, yep, we're all happy to say our biology is different, but if a man wants to identify as a woman, they're allowed to feel free. Um, The female identity can be appropriated by a man if he so chooses. But hang on a second, I'm going to apply their rules to themselves. If female appropriation is acceptable, which clearly it is, then why is cultural appropriation something that they fight against? Why is that unacceptable? Female appropriation? Yes, go for it. Let's clap it. It's to be celebrated. Cultural appropriation? No way. How dare you? It must be banned. Let me explore this a bit further. So while it is completely okay to say you're a woman, even if you're a man, and therefore to dress as a woman or act like a woman, okay, that is completely okay. In fact, it's encouraged. In fact, we must all agree. Otherwise we get canceled if we don't say that that's a good thing. However, It is not okay, according to the same woke activists, to dress up as another culture. So you can dress up as a female, but you cannot dress up as another culture. You can identify as a female, but you cannot identify as being from another culture. It is completely not okay, for example, to dress up as a Mexican if you're not Mexican. We've seen this on college campuses in America where traditionally people would you know, dress up in different costumes for different things, but no, that's offensive now. That is called cultural appropriation. Now, they might say, the woke activists, hang on a second, the argument here is that cultural appropriation is not appropriate 
especially when the culture affected has experienced oppression. Remember the word oppression is a very trending word. We have to be on the side of those who have been oppressed and therefore cultural appropriation is wrong because a lot of these cultures have been oppressed. But hang on a second. What have we been doing the last few decades? Haven't the woke, the same woke activists also been saying that women are the ones who have experienced oppression for decades? So woke activists are therefore applying one set of rules to one group of society and another set of rules to another group in society. They're complete hypocrites. So it's okay to uh, to say that a, um, a culture minority group has been oppressed, but clearly we're forgetting the fact that in the past, females have been seen as oppressed. So the woke activists that we're all bowing to are completely hypocritical. Why do they get to say which rules are and are not allowed? Let me give you an example to paint a really clear picture here. So last year, there was a white British influencer. Okay, so just remember white because, you know, it makes this story even more kind of, you know, glaring. A white British influencer. So there's someone with a lot of followers whose name was Ollie London. And I think it was a he, pretty sure it was a he. He underwent 18 surgeries to look Korean. Okay, 18. So it was the first case in the world of someone getting plastic surgery to change their race. And I will quote Ollie London, who said, quote, I'm finally Korean. I've transitioned. Hmm. Now, you think that this would be celebrated, right? Because don't we also see other people getting plastic surgery to transition from one gender to another? But guys, no, 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 no. This is called cultural appropriation and is not appropriate. And so people were outraged. The media were outraged and they called this the ultimate cultural appropriation. And he was deemed ridiculous and disrespectful. And yet... Men can do the very same thing to identify as a woman. And that, my friends, is not only allowed, it is celebrated. And not only is celebrated, you must agree with it. But let's think of another person who we all know about recently or in the last few years, Bruce Jenner, who also did another kind of transitioning very publicly to be a female, Caitlyn Jenner. Nobody was outraged. The media were not outraged. The feminists were not outraged. In fact, he, or slash now she, was given the front cover of Vanity Fair. And he, she, he, was called gorgeous and courageous. So let's compare the pair, shall we? Let's compare Odie London and the reaction to him, who transitioned to be Korean, with Bruce Jenner, who Caitlin, uh, who transitioned to be Caitlyn. So Odie was, uh, not Odie, I keep saying Odie because there's someone in my family called Odie. Ollie was called or labeled ridiculous and disrespectful, while Caitlyn was labeled gorgeous and courageous. Why? All because the woke activists say so. So meanwhile, we just all sit back and say nothing. We've got to get smarter and we've got to play 
the game with their own rules. In fact, not only do we say nothing, but we comply and we go we go along with it. We avoid it at the very least. We stay silent. And again, I see so much hypocrisy here because just two years ago, it was not okay to stay silent on topics such as Black Lives Matters. Like if you stayed silent, you were um, you were heavily criticized. But on this one, guys, it's completely okay to stay silent. Why? Because there are people in society making the rules and we're allowing them to. So I thought that was a really interesting take because, uh, you know, if you compare cultural appropriation with female appropriation, we are allowing the woke woke activists to tell us that one is uh, completely acceptable and to be celebrated while one is not. So how about we start using some of their own rules back on them? Now, I've said it before and and I'll say it again. I am not talking about people with genuine gender dysphoria. Okay. I am not referring to them. They are, by the way, that, that is a very tiny percent of people in our population, but still that tiny percent that doesn't make their experience very, very painful, very difficult, and very real. They should be treated with the utmost understanding and love and care and respect. I'm not talking about them. Okay. But it has become the cultural norm to accept anyone's preferred gender without any critical thinking. Even the other day, uh, Ashton came home and um, the first two days of term uh, of the, his term at school, they do like a little conference at their school um, for the kids. And it's funny because there were actually some Christian speakers that came along that I don't know if the school knew they were Christian, but I was so glad that they were. Uh, and they were fantastic. But then there was another speaker and Ashton came home and went, oh, mom, the first thing that she did was declare her pronouns, which by the way, was she, her? I'm like, mm, rocket science. Okay. Um, and, and, uh, but apparently like Ashton said that that was the most boring speech, like that, that particular person that was trying so hard to be so woke and so politically correct. And yet it's funny because all of his friends afterwards were like, oh, that was a really boring session. And I thought, isn't that interesting? So it's just, you know, crazy that if we question a man choosing to present as a woman, we're labeled transphobic. And when people do try and question it, even women such as JK Rowling, they're punished and called out and canceled. So I just think we can't complain that white people are insulting minority cultures by dressing similarly, and then not at the same time complain that men are belittling women by acting like being a woman can only be reduced to putting on some makeup and wearing some high heels. It's, it's the same thing. Now, just like, um, Ollie London could have all the surgeries in the world to make him look Korean. Um, Everyone knew at the end of the day that he was not Korean, that he can't actually change his genetics. And the woke activist, by the way, made that argument where he can try and do that all he likes. But number one, it's offensive. Number two, he can't change his genetics. He's not really Korean. Well, again, let's use that same measuring stick on their own argument when it comes to women. So a man can have all the surgeries in the world to make him look like a woman, but he also can never change his chromosomes and his genetic makeup to actually make him a woman. So there you go. So if we use, if we even go back to the dictionary definition of appropriation, 
transgender women are appropriating female culture according to the woke's definition of appropriation. Now add to this the fact that they're taking over women's spaces. So they're going even further than cultural appropriation, taking over women's spaces from restrooms to locker rooms to places in sporting competitions. Women's spaces are no longer their own. And then to make it worse, any women who speak up, like JK Rowling, are further silenced and shamed. So here we are, here we have been fighting to empower women and in one foul swoop, we are disempowering and even worse, we are shaming them. Isn't that sexist? Isn't that bigoted? Isn't that patriarchal? A man demanding that women accept him as their own and then telling them to shut up if they disagree, which by the way, is exactly what's happening um, even here in Australia right now. Um, there's a bill that the government uh, were going to pass about how transgender women should be banned from competing against biological women. And any of the biological women here in Australia who have complained are being ousted and cancelled and called out by the media. But you can't say that women are oppressed on one hand and then go on and act in ways that causes further oppression. Apparently being a woman is so easy that anyone can do it. But guys, this is oppressive. That is offensive. And we have to speak up. We have to, you know, fight it just like we have in the past for women to retain um, their authenticity. And we have to stop bowing to the woke activists and we have to start calling them out at their own game. And that's why I really liked, you know, that angle when I was doing all my research about the female appropriation. We have to get smart. We have to critically think. We have to refuse to be silenced, refuse to be shamed and refuse to be bullied. Because ultimately what, what this is, what, what we are actually fighting here it's become a political fight. Our political fights have come into, you know, these topics that are affecting our society. Um, so, you know, because if you look at what's just happened in the last few weeks here in Australia, I mean, our own Christian prime minister, um, who you think would be able to stand up for his own worldview, and it looked like he was for a moment there, um, where he was going to back the bill to ban transgender women from competing. And everyone was, all the conservatives were like, yay, good good for you, thanks, ScoMo. But it literally took days for him to backflip. And the reason he backflipped, um, and I won't go into too much political detail, you can look it up yourself, but basically a fight broke out, not a physical fight, but, you know, political fight between two, of all things, two women a Labour candidate called Zali Stegall and a Liberal candidate called Catherine Deves. And Catherine said some stuff that was not very nice about transgender kids and they were offensive comments. But because of that, um, you know, rather than Morrison saying, okay, well, that was wrong what she said, but I stand by the fact that I want to back this bill for transgender women not being able to compete because I want to protect our women. He did a complete backflip. So he's looking at what's going to be the most popular thing to do not what's going to be the right thing to do. And that is what is happening in our politics with a Christian prime minister, that he is even bowing down to what is popular rather than what is right. And guys, 
if we want to fight for the future of our country, we have to stand up for the things that are right, that are true, um, and, and our godly values. Because as I've said a million times before, the best way for our society to live is according to biblical values. God made us. He knows what's best for us. So anyway, it is a game, unfortunately. It's a political game, and we have to fight against that and not allow political what's politically popular to to transform our society particularly for the sake of the next generation coming through so guys that is why I do this podcast that is why I do these Wednesday cultural chats and I love that you guys young adults are so interested in these topics and I love that about you guys um, so thank you for listening thank you for all of you that send me in different things to talk about um, sometimes I forget but I try and cover different things um, because I want to know where your heart is beating and the things that matter to you so that I can, yeah, bring a, a Christian worldview along. So anyway, and even even put aside the Christian worldview, a lot of it is just like, guys, this is common sense. Like our young people are more miserable than ever. So we've got to look at why. So anyway, thank you for joining me. Make sure you come back on Friday for Parenthood. Even if you're not a parent, so many people listen. Uh, it's a it's a great wise idea to get, get uh, wisdom and to start thinking about your next season. So Anyway, love you guys. Have a great week and I'll see you Friday. Bye.